0: Hello and welcome to the More Confidence with Luna Gaia podcast. I am your host, Lenaria Gaia, and here we talk all things body image, self-esteem, your thinking in your mind, how do you connect true to you in every part of who you are. I want you to know that all of you is welcome, so sit back and relax and listen to today's episode. Sending you love. Hello and welcome back to the More Confidence with Luna Gaia podcast. I am your host, Luna Gaia, and I am so excited to bring you episode 139 today. 139 episodes. Have you listened to the other episodes? Have you gone back? We had a whole series called Katie on the Couch, and it was where I interviewed people about their confidence, about their self-love journey. You'll actually see throughout the series as well, I do actually interview people. So if you have someone really interesting that you think could be on my show, maybe you're Listening and you want to be a guest on my show, send me an email through at loveyourself at moreconfidence.com.au and I will see whether or not they're a good match or you're a good match for the show. Wonderful to have you here. I know that you could be anywhere. Really, your attention in this modern day in 2023, your attention is absolutely gold. And so the fact that you've shown up here today, whether or not you're listening in the car, you're watching it sitting on your couch, if you are cleaning the house right now or going to go going to do kids pick up. I'm with you and I'm so grateful that you're here hanging out with me on today's podcast. This one is really special. It's really special because we're going to be talking about the fact that your mind is, well, let's put a beep in there. Your mind is in you. Your mind is effing you up, but it's not your enemy. What do I even mean by that? Your mind is stuffing you up but it is not your enemy. It's a really interesting thing, right? I was talking to a friend just this morning about this, and I had discussed with her, I'd sent her some voice messages about what happens in my mind sometimes. We're relatively new friends, so we're still getting to know each other. And I had shared with her how I, you know, me personally experience negative self-talk sometimes. I experience a, a, a voice, you know, voices in my head, or I experience the negativity in my head that tells me that things aren't good. Now, once upon a time, the voices in my head used to say that I wasn't good, used to say that I wasn't okay, used to say that I was a piece of crap. It used to be really deeply connected to my self-worth. And over the years, I've changed that, and I'm going to show you how to do that in this podcast as well, as well as many other of my offerings that you can experience with me. That I was sharing with her that, I, that these days, when my thoughts are out of control when my mind is woo, in charge and kind of going off with the fairies it looks around my life and says it's not good enough my life isn't good enough my results are not good enough my results in my business my results in my body my results in my relationships it's looking for what's not good enough and she kind of replied and said to me oh it's funny even you with all of these tools it wasn't it wasn't mean or derogatory she just said Even you, with all these tools, with all these techniques, still have that experience. And the answer is yes. I want you to know that you're not alone. It's not that you're going to get rid of your negative self-talk forevermore. It's just that you're going to learn how to deal with it. Because the mind was created, the way that the mind is wired, not even from you from birth, but from evolutionary biology. It seeks problems. It seeks to look for what is wrong. Now, you might sit there and go, that sounds like a glitch, right? That sounds like there's something wrong with our mind. But our minds look for problems. Listen to this clearly. Our minds look for problems because that's how it keeps us safe. Way back in the day long before the modern world ever came into existence or we even probably knew how to communicate beyond grunts. Our mind, our ego, our personality, our identity was created so that it could keep us safe from danger, literal danger, because once upon a time, we weren't on the top of the food chain, right? Right now, for the most part, certainly in developed countries, we're safe, right? Yeah, things happen, and I'm not negating the fact that there are dangers out there, but for the most part, our everyday existence is fairly safe, right? Unlike how it was a millennia ago, where things are trying to kill us on a regular basis, right? We walk outside, the weather will kill us because we don't have any doors on our cave, right? We don't have shelter. we don't have a door in the cave, then the lion can come in and eat us, Right? We might drink water that's not very good for us and we die. Death, disease, poisons, you know, any like eating eating the wrong kind of food would kill us. Now, all those things are can be kind of true right now, except we have medicine, right? We get sick, we go to the doctor. We can go to a hospital and they can pump our stomach if we've eaten the wrong thing or drunk the wrong thing or too much of the wrong thing, right? And as I said, in the developed world, things aren't trying to kill us. I keep looking this way if you are watching on the YouTube, because that's outside for me. Out there in the world isn't trying to kill us all that often, right? We can cruise around our daily experiences without actually meeting any real level of danger. So back then, our mind had to find problems. It had to look for what is wrong in the world. So for us to avoid it, pretty logical, right? Avoid the dangerous thing, avoid death. If things don't change, then we remain safe. And that's all that piece of mechanism that is now our modern mind was designed for. Look for problems, keep you safe so you don't die. So you live long enough to procreate. It's really, really primal. Except now we live in a world where we don't have those levels of danger. We don't have saber toothed targets trying to eat us at the watering hole. For the most part, our food is really safe and well. We have comfortable drinking water that will not kill us. It's available from a tap. Our lives are safe and free from danger for the most part. Yet that mind, that mechanism that we still have, is still continuing to function as it always did. And as it always did, it looks for problems. It looks for what is wrong. So this is why I know that your mind is f***ing you up. It's effing you. Yes, but it's not your enemy. In fact, it's entirely on your side. It wants what's best for you. It wants to help you to live. It wants to help you to survive. It wants the best for you. From a biological point of view, from a biological imperative, it wants to keep you alive. It wants to keep you safe. It wants to keep you well. So if you are going for a new job, right, that stretches your comfort zone, your mind is going to freak out because now it sees it as dangerous it's different therefore it's dangerous so it sends you the signals of danger maybe anxiety maybe fear maybe stress so that you avoid it the same as maybe becoming the most confident version of yourself feeling more positive about yourself going after your dreams maybe starting that business leaving your job asking that person out wearing that item of clothing whatever it is for you your mind is going to go ahead and find something that's wrong with it. Which is exactly why you need to become the master of your mind. And I use the word master quite deliberately here. They say that mastery takes 10,000 hours. 10,000 hours of practice. Bruce Lee, the martial artist and actor, very famously said, I fear not the man who's done 10,000 kicks, but the man who has done one kick 10,000 times because repetition is the mother of skill. The more that you do something, the better you get at it. And so I have been in the practice of becoming the master of my mind for, I would say very consistently, 15 years, 15 years. Now, how many hours have I done? I don't know. (laughs) I couldn't tell you. I haven't added those up quite yet. It's 2023. That takes me to 2008. Probably in the beginning, I didn't do it very often, to be frank. And my skills were very, very basic. And that's really ramped up over the last 10 years of how do I become the master of my mind? How do I become the one that's in control? Because when your mind is in control, it's going to look for what is wrong and you're going to feel like crap. Again, it seems like it's broken, But it's just doing what it came here to do. The problem doesn't lie within the mind. The problem lies within the fact that the mind is in control of you. Because thoughts are not fact. my number one thing that I want to share with you here today on today's podcast. Thoughts are not fact. Just because your mind says something doesn't mean it's true. It's giving you literally possibilities. Just like back when you were in the saber-toothed tiger, right? You are down at the watering hole having a drink and hear a rustle in the bushes. And your mind gives you a list of possibilities of what that could be. The potentials. Could be a bird, right? But if it thinks it could be a bird, then there's no danger and you won't spring into action. So it says it could be a lion. And it tries to solve the problem immediately, even if we don't know that there's a lion there just yet, it will immediately go to solve the problem of there being a lion there. Makes sense, right? Solve the highest possible problem, because if it's a bird, then fabulous. You're not gonna die today. But if it is a lion, if you haven't practiced for that, you're gonna die. Whereas if the brain's gone, yep, yeah, sweet, it is a lion, I'm gonna have to do this, there's my exit part, this is how I get out of here, Um, there's a stick, I brought my spear, whatever it happens to be. If you've solved the problem, then when it comes, you'll be prepared. Except now, the whole when it comes is very, very rare. It just doesn't happen on a frequent basis anymore. Most of the things that you worry about never come to fruition. How many hours a day, a week, a month, a year do you think that you spend Solving problems that never happen. You're trying to solve shit that doesn't even exist. What if they say this about this? If I go for that job interview and they say XYZ about this, what will I do? Or even, you know, from a good problems perspective. Oh, I just I just put bought a lot of ticket. If I win, oh, what am I gonna do? And what will my brother say about that? And they're gonna be so greedy. You're trying to solve a problem that you don't have, which is what the mind does. You are beyond the mind. Your thoughts are not fact. Your mind is a storyteller. It's attempting to predict possible outcomes to keep you safe. I'm gonna say it on repeat for you because the more that we understand what's happening in the mind, the more we can take charge of what is happening in the mind. We become the commander. I know that for a lot of you, you feel like you need to go control everybody and everything around you in order to feel safe inside, right? It's a whole other podcast episode. But you do. You feel like you need to feel safe. And so you attempt to control the environment around you. And when it's out of control, you feel out of control. So you attempt to numb the fact that you feel out of control in a whole variety of different ways. It might be that you binge eat might be that you binge scroll or binge watch. That seems to be okay. There's even a a streaming app called Binge, for goodness sake. Yet if we associate that with binge drinking or binge eating, it's not particularly good. Anyway, that's an aside. So you might drink or smoke or shop or drama. You might overwork. You might exercise. You might do a whole bunch of things to distract yourself from the fact that you don't feel safe. What's really happening here is that you, are not the commander of your mind. And look, that's part of a bigger thing. We need to become the commander of our minds. We need to be able to help ourselves deal with difficult emotions. We need to redirect our beliefs about ourselves because they absolutely get in the way of us living a really beautiful, powerful life. If we have better beliefs, then we have a better way to be. We must learn how to overcome fear. I always, I never know how to do number four with my hands, again, if you're watching. Our thoughts, our emotions, our beliefs, our fear, our inner critic and our capacity to deal with judgment of other people, as well as being able to fall in love with our body are the five, six keys of confidence, really. And so this one here that I'm talking about today is just the first one. And those six things that I've just mentioned here are actually the six topics that we talk about in Claim Your Confidence. It's my brand new offering that has just landed in the market. We start on the 29th of May, which is just next week. If you haven't enrolled already, go go ahead and head and go to www.moreconfidence.com.au forward slash claim your confidence and go check it out. Go have a look, see if it's for you. I've made a video there. You can go look at the FAQs. And if you do have any questions or queries, find me on the socials. Lenaria Gaia is my name. If you don't follow me there already, go ahead and do that. And... You can shoot me an email, loveyourself at moreconfidence.com.au or just on my website, you can find an a, a opt-in form there for you to just write in your details and you and I can have a bit of a chat because I know what it's like to get stuck in this kind of wheel. This whole sushi train was going on in our mind. It's painful, difficult. It's hard to sometimes see the forest or the trees when your mind is in charge. So I'm going to show you how to become the master of your mind and i'm going to give you some takeaway tips today so that you can do something about it right now because really that's what this space is all about this podcast is all about revolutionizing the way women and girls brothers and others all over the world see themselves in their bodies so that you can stop hiding you can stop holding yourself back and you can go on and with giving the world your unique talents and gifts that i know that you have so remember this thoughts are not Fact. Thoughts are not fact. Just because you believe it doesn't mean it's true. Just because you hear it or see it, it's not true. The second thing is that I want you to think about your thoughts like a sushi train. You know what a sushi train is, right? If you don't, it's one of the it's like a it's like food on a conveyor belt. You walk into a restaurant, I suppose you could call it that, and there's a conveyor belt in the middle of the room and everybody sits around the conveyor belt and food goes by. Little bits of food goes by, and you get to choose what you like. You're like, oh, I like the salmon, and oh, that's nice, I like that, and I'll have a bit of that. And you pull off the plates one at a time. And when you're done eating, the server will come over and they will count your plates, and I I presume that they're colour-coded with how much things cost, and then they'll give you the bill. It's a really fun, beautiful way to eat. You can order things off the menu, and the little chef that's in the middle will – will um, make it for you and put it on the conveyor belt. Think about your thoughts like a conveyor belt. If you see something on the sushi train that you don't like, say tuna, oh, I don't like tuna, right? If you decide at that point, oh, I don't like tuna, go away tuna, go away tuna, go away tuna. Go away, tuna. If you try to block the tuna, what's gonna happen to the conveyor belt? The conveyor belt will keep going, And everything that's behind the tuna is going to get blocked up. And you're going to have chaos. And more tuna is going to come, right? More tuna is going to come from that tuna that you're blocking. Because you're paying so much attention to the tuna. The chef in the middle is thinking, oh, she likes tuna. I'm going to send her more tuna, right? You taking the tuna off, right? You're like, okay, cool. Stopping the tuna isn't, isn't working. I'm going to pull the tuna off. And I'm going to stare at the tuna and tell it how much I hate it. And you keep pulling the tuna off the conveyor belt. Keep pulling it off. And the chef's in the middle going, oh, she likes tuna. She spends so much time and energy looking and paying attention to tuna, I'm going to send her more tuna. Think about your mind this way. Because what you focus on is what you get. This is how the mind works. It's not out of control. It's not sending you negativity all the time. Just for the fun of it, it's doing it biologically, yes, but you can train the chef what thoughts to get spun around in this modern day. You literally can tell the chef what to do, but what you focus on is what you get. If you keep investing, if you keep buying the tuna off the conveyor belt, you're going to get more tuna. That's how the mind works, my loves. That's exactly what is happening. Whereas what I'm encouraging you to do, because what I see people do is they positive think. You know, they walk into their garden of life and they're like, there are no weeds. They close their eyes and they say, there are no weeds. No, everything's great. Everything's fine. I feel amazing. And they try to convince themselves. They try to lie to themselves that everything's great. It doesn't work. It's just like denying the fact that there's tuna on the conveyor belt. Or instead what you do, you focus so heavily on the fact that you have tuna on your plate. You're like, oh my God, how do I have tuna? This is the worst thing in the world. I have tuna here. You might know that you don't want to have negative thoughts. You have negative thoughts and then you spend more time focusing on the fact that you have negative thoughts. You beat yourself up for beating yourself up and the cycle continues. Sound familiar? Yeah, I know. The way to overcome this, my sisters, the way to do it differently Go back to the conveyor belt for a second. You like prawns. And say prawns are thoughts that make you feel good about yourself. Thoughts surrounded by gratitude, appreciation. Thoughts that are in the quote positive kind of realm, right? If tuna is the negative thoughts, then prawns are the positive thoughts. And to just say the conveyor belt goes by and there's just tuna. Just tuna. What I want you to do is let it go by. Rather than panic at the fact that there's tuna. You see, when you see a negative thought come across, don't buy it. Don't take it off the conveyor belt. If you have a negative thought go by that says, oh my God, I'm such a piece of shit, which is what mine used to do all the time. I'm unworthy, I'm not enough. If you see that go by, if you grab onto it and start investing your energy into it, you're gonna, it's gonna grow, you're gonna get more of it. Instead, allow it to go by. Acknowledge it. Oh, look, there's tuna. Oh, look, there's a thought that says I'm a piece of crap. I'm looking for prawns. You literally direct your mind where you want it to go. And initially, you're going to still have a whole bunch of tuna. There's going to be a lot of tuna that's going to go past because A, you have a biological imperative towards that. B, you're out of shape. When it comes to the mean, the muscle of your mind, you do not work it. You've never been shown how, and that's totally okay, but I'm showing you at least a small portion of it right now. So allow the tuna to go pie, allow it. You can just say, hello, negative thought, I can see you, thanks for being here. Now I'm choosing prawns, I'm choosing gratitude, I'm choosing something different. To become the master of your mind, you have to choose. You have to choose your thoughts in a different way than what you've been doing right now. Remember, my sisters and brothers and others, sisters, sisters, thoughts are not fact. Your thoughts aren't fact. They're not true. Just because tuna goes past you doesn't mean you have to take it off the shelf. Not even close to that. What you need to do is acknowledge and validate its existence. See the sushi train. See the thought that goes by. And then say, I'm choosing the prawns. I'm choosing gratitude. I'm choosing appreciation. I'm choosing to see what is amazing about my life. Because we know, like I said before, <clears throat> your mind's default, when it's left unattended, is going to look for what is wrong. It's going to look for problems. It's going to look for limits. That's what it does in any stage in your life. Please don't think for a second that people who are, quote, successful don't experience this. We know that they do because we've seen people all over the globe who seem to have it all. They have the money. They might have fame. They might have, you know, people all over the world love and adore them, and yet they still end up taking their own lives because they can't deal with what's going on inside of their head, right? It's so bad and dark within that that they can't seem to move beyond it. So we know that it's not just the circumstances of your life that are going to make you happy. It doesn't. If you want to be your most confident, vibrant, living life kind of self, then you need to become the master of your mind. You need to nail that sushi train. And that comes with overcoming your fear and your beliefs and dealing with your emotions, dealing with the inner critic and your judgments of yourself and others, of others' judgment of you, and being able to make peace with your body. If you feel like you're at a point in your life where that needs to change, where you're tired of all of that damn tuna, and you don't feel like right now, you have any idea how to even start changing that sushi train. If fear is getting the better of you on a regular basis, if your emotions are up and down all over the shop, if the, your relationship with your body's a bit shitty, maybe that's holding you back in a really big way. Perhaps you have beliefs that are holding you back. You believe that you're not good enough. You believe that you're not worthy. And maybe even the inner critic that's talking to you all the time, telling you that you're not enough. Maybe your fear of judgment from other people. Maybe all those things are holding you back from living the life that you want to right now. Plan your confidence is for you, honestly. That's why I created it. I didn't create it so that I could learn more about it, although the reminders are always beautiful. I created it for people like you, for people like me 15 years ago who had no idea how to do this. I had to figure most of it out on my own. I had to collect ideas from personal development, from psychology, from philosophy to create this model that I'm bringing to you now. So head to www.moreconfidence.com.au forward slash claim your confidence. And for podcast listeners, you actually get a 10% discount. So go ahead and it's PODME, P-O-D-M-E, P-O-D-M-E. You might need to skip back and write that down. P-O-D-M-E is your coupon code and you'll get 10% off. www.moreconfidence.com.au forward slash claim your confidence. I'll pop it all in the show notes for you anyway so you can go check that out. Just know that there is a way out of this. You don't need to succumb to your mind all the time. Right now, it is messing you up. It is effing you. But it's not your enemy because it's just looking out for your best interest. You need to become the commander of your mind. You need to be the one that's in control. You need to be the one that takes back the power within your mind and lead it. Become the leader of your mind. Don't ignore your thoughts. Don't try to out-positive think yourself. It's not going to work. It never has to date and it never will because you're lying to yourself. And we know if you sit there and go, oh, my God, my life is great. My life is so great. My life is so great. My life is so great. And you don't feel that way, you won't believe it. Like walking into your garden of life and saying to yourself, there are no weeds, there are no weeds, there are no weeds, right? That's delusional. It's denial. It's denial. In the same time, if you walk into your garden and be like, oh, my God, weeds. All I have is weeds. Everywhere I see is weeds. Who did this? Why? Why is my life so awful? Why do I have so many weeds? Neither of those are going to help you. What does help you is to walk into your garden of life and go, there are weeds. I have tools to get them out. I have hands to help me pull them out. Yeah, i also have really fertile ground. Otherwise, the weeds wouldn't be growing. And look at the flowers and look at the bushes and look at the trees and the shrubs that I have within my garden. How lucky am I to have a garden at all? Yes, there are weeds and I can do something about that. That's empowerment. That's you really looking at your life as it is, recognising that there are some shitty parts that you don't like. There are some things that need changing and need attention reasonable. Do something about it. But if you are ignoring the weeds, you are not empowered. If you are only focused on the weeds, you are not empowered. The way to be most empowered, to be your most confident self, is to open up your field of vision so you can see the entire garden. Be grateful. And if you don't have the tools right now to know how to get the weeds out of the garden and how to maintain the weeds within the garden, then you need to go find the tools your confidence is an option for you. Maybe there's a psychologist. Maybe there's a life coach you want to work with. Maybe you want to work with me one-on-one. Maybe there's a book that you need to read. Go get the help that you need. Go find the tools. Nobody has an immaculate garden without doing the weeding. They don't do it. They don't have an immaculate garden without tools to help them. The way that you have an immaculate garden of your mind, the way that your sushi train becomes one that you love is by using tools and techniques to help you get there, with a whole bunch of love and support, which is what I offer because I know this firsthand. I know it firsthand from my own mind, and that's why I can deliver it to you with such certainty because I know exactly what works and what doesn't. Not only have I done it for myself, but I've been doing it for others for the last 12 years. In group sessions, in one-on-one sessions, in seminars, I've got your back every single step of the way. So if you are curious to find out more, you know where to go. Moreconfidence.com.au forward slash claim your confidence. And your coupon code is podme, P-O-D-M-E. Thank you so much for being here on episode 139 of the More Confidence Learning Guide Podcast. If you get value out of this, share it. Because as I said, there's the mission. Too many of us are unhappy. Too many of us think that our minds are factual. And it's getting in the way of our joy and our love and our peace. Share this with somebody that you love. Get them to have an experience of knowing that their thoughts are not fact so that you can share the love with more happier people, right? The world will be a much better place. So hit the follow, hit the subscribe, leave me a review wherever you are, share this love around, hit the download button, whatever the thing that you're meant to do when it comes to podcasts, do the thing. I'll appreciate that so, so very much. I love you. I look forward to hearing your thoughts about today's episode. And until next time, happy self-loving. Thank you so much for listening to the More Confidence with Luna Guy podcast. I hope you feel more confident, more self-assured and ready to go tackle the world's problems and maybe kick ass in some of your dreams. If you haven't already, I would love for you to like and subscribe, follow, and maybe leave a review so that other people know how to find this awesome podcast too. If you're wanting to sink your teeth into something even more juicy, my number one best-selling book, Perfectly Imperfect, Your Complete Guide to Loving Yourself and Loving Your Body, is now available on all good bookstore sites, both in print, digital, and I narrated it for Audible as well. If you think the coaching or maybe one of my courses is for you, why not head to www.moreconfidence.com.au and get in touch and see if we can talk. And of course, you can find me all across the social medias. That's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, which is where you're probably listening now, or maybe even here on the podcast platform. Sending you big love and wishing you a beautiful day.